what it is. I think the furthest I've ever been was the Boy Scouts when I went to New Mexico and Colorado for Philmont, which was like a high adventure, tri- uh, high adventure camping trip that we went on. It was like a 12 day hiking trip where we like carried all the food, carried all of our tents, and we hiked for like 12 days through New Mexico and Goodness Colorado. Gracious. Yeah, it was serious. It was a serious trip, bro. It was a serious trip. I think about that all the time. And, like, I think about the fact that I don't think about that enough. Because I was, I was 15. That's insane. 15, I think. Yeah. And it was, it was truly, like, a, I should have way more core memories from the time where I hiked for 12 days. But, like, your, your entire personality changes on a trip like that. You know what I mean? Like, I was, I've been a Boy Scout since I was six years old, you know what I'm saying, so like, Troop 230, Greensboro, North Carolina, um, and they were, they were all really good people, I was really well taken care of in Boy Scouts, being, like, my family being the only, like, stamped African-American family that was in our troop, you know what I'm saying, like, a lot of people, or a lot of times, of course, you'd have the awkward moments of, you know, this is a, a slight racial joke that could have been made, or yeah. something like that and of course all those issues were addressed but I can say that that troop genuinely loved and took care of my family and so big shout out to Troop 230 but like a trip like that you learn so much about yourself and what you're physically able to accomplish um figured out that I'm like really good at navigation and I love looking at the stars and you know now the stars are crazy the stars are they were crazy out there bro like no because of all the light pollution and living in cities, you kind of forget. But literally, the sky is full of stars. If you're able to look at them, it is beautiful. Yeah. I was, so, in, I was about to say, when I was in Washington State, yeah. Like, actually, just being able to look up and, and see, see stars. And it's so many of them. It's the craziest that sounds so dumb, world. but there's so yeah. many of them. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see, like, the, the bend of the Milky Way and everything. And you never think that you could do nothing like that. Exactly. But, like, that, that experience was one of the most instrumental of my life because it was like the first time I'd ever, it's the longest I've gone without technology since I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, of course, like the first three, four days, you're like, okay, I might be able to get service here. Or I might be able to get service here. Or like, I'm trying my best to find service so I can see what's going on in the real world. By day four, everybody's been trying it. Everybody's phones are dead. You're around the same, like six, seven, eight people. Y'all all smell absolutely terrible. You've been eating you know, cinnamon, uh, cinnamon apple oatmeal for the last five days, and that's it, you know what I'm saying, and then you're supposed to live for another eight, and by, like, day five, we were just all locked in in a unit, and then when we came back, it was like, you crazy enough, Pokemon Go, it was, I don't know how old I was, but whatever it is, it's the year that Pokemon Go dropped, because we came back and everybody was on Pokemon Go. And we're like, what, <laughs> what happened is going on? Like, legitimately, we had, there was one day that we had a donkey that, that we put our packs on and would carry all of our stuff. That's a crazy story. I've been forgetting about that one. There was one day that we had a burrow, right? So the way it works is like with Philmont, you would go to base camp and then you had mini camps that were like spaced out all over this like. I'm going to guess a number like 200,000 acres or something, or 20,000 acres. It's something crazy. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of space if you get to hike through, right? 
it's 12 days of course and so a lot of mini camps and they all had like kind of different energies and different themes to them so like some you might have like banjo players and then others might be like kind of like a cantina where like kind of stop and then other might be like archaeological and so you can look at stuff and you can go on different tracks and see different things based on what the students are wanting to do or the uh, boy scouts are wanting to do whatever right cool so uh there's one where we had signed up to get a burrow and it's just a, a donkey that would carry your stuff and so we get the burrow and we had just got from a cantina right because that cantina had like power and everything everybody was charging their phones and so one person messed up and said hey look oh, i'm tweaking my bad so you know like the grill because of your like window in the back it looks like it's talking to me i like to be tired <laughs> i saw the mouth moving i was like bro what in the world <laughs> my fault my fault but um so yeah like we were able to charge our phones there and then one person messed up they were like oh yeah on that trick there's one cell tower that you can get uh, service from, right? It's like day eight or nine, right? Like, I want to talk to my mom. I want to talk to my dad. I want to talk to my friends. Like, I was excited. I was ready, right? And so they give us this burrow, and then everyone pieces out. The way it kind of works is you might separate. So you have, like, the fast-moving group. You have a slower-moving group. The faster group will, like, take more breaks because they need the slower group to catch up yeah. or whatever. And so... This is what we were doing, but everybody was excited to get to that one spot that had service. So we scattered, but I was the navigator that day. And so I told everybody like, go here, go here, go here, go here. These are going to be our stops and everyone just keep on riding. But where the, uh, the service was, was like a mile out of the way of what we were supposed to be doing. When you, when you hiking for 12 days, a mile is like. You got to think about that. Like, <laughs> is it worth walking a mile out, mile back just to text my mom? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But some people would be like, absolutely not. And so we split apart as a group. And it was the craziest thing. It's the only time we've ever done it. Right? And so we were scattered, like, across three miles our entire trip. And there was one guy, Sam Ellington, I think his name was, who had the burrow. And so it was like me... My friend Zach, uh, I think it was Patrick and his little brother, right? All of us were together. We were searching for service. You had like, I think Patrick's little brother's name was like Andrew or something like that. You had the, the other group and they were there and they were like, nah, I'm just going to go straight to camp. I'm tired. I'm not walking two miles just to text somebody. They're probably not going to answer me, right? So they, they went off and then nobody found out where the borough was. So our camp masters were livid bro like because they're running up and down this mountain trying to find trying to us sam is alone by himself trying to rally like this massive donkey up, <laughs> his, up these hills and stuff is he crazy thing like i can't describe to you how insane of an idea that is like being out there now it doesn't sound that crazy but like when we were there it's like you can't contact anybody you At can't all. get in touch with anybody we're sitting here BSing because we want to text people and then you had Sam Ellington by himself dragging a donkey up like 1200 foot elevation mountains you know what I'm saying and it was like we all got together that night we were like yeah we was tweaking for sure like that, that was the wrong wrong <laughs> the wrong move that was the wrong move <laughs> absolutely and after that we we all moved as a most I'm not going to tell too many stories about football but like the most 
impactful moment of that entire trip. Why are we in 20 minutes of traffic? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whatever. But um, my core memory from that entire trip was with my dude Hampton. Um, so Hampton, amazing, amazing, amazing guy. Like, my, my best friends from Boy Scouts, hands down, was Hampton Ruth and Zach. Zach something. And I hate the fact that I don't know his, I can't remember his last name. But they were like my best friends. So we had all gone together on this trip. Cool gas compliance. There's one mountain called Baldy, right? And it's like a, like a, the highest point that I think you could hit in, on the trek. And it's a hell of a climb. Like legitimately, like hand over foot, rocks are falling. You might cause a landslide type of a climb, right? And so there's Baldy Day. Like, normally you, like, one day you'll stay there, and then, like, the next day you'll hike to the next spot, and you'll stay mm-hmm. there, and you'll hike to the next spot. On Baldy Day, nine, you stay there a day, or you get there that night, sleep the entire day, walk Baldy, walk back, and you stay there again. That's the only time we stayed, like, two nights at one place. Right? And so, there's, like, there's Baldy, and it's, bro, when I tell you, it was a hell of a climb, a hell of a climb. And like I said, we had the two groups. We had the fast group, yeah. we had the slow group or whatever, right? Hampton just happened to be in the slower group. He's a, I'll be honest, he was a bigger guy, and he worked his ass off to get, like, in shape enough to do this, right? He worked harder than all of us to just be able to go. His, he brought the wrong boots. He brought the wrong socks. So legitimately, his, the, the like, not to be graphic, but, like, the skin on his feet were falling and this is like, we did this like the 10th day or something like that. And so, legitimately, we're like, Hamden, if you don't want to go, you do not have to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we totally understand. Shoot, I'll even stay with you. I'm cool. I don't need, I don't need Baldy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll stay with you. Don't have to worry. He said, absolutely not. I came to hike Baldy, and I'm going to hike Baldy. Right? And so, we said, I bet. You know, I gave him one of my socks. Zach gave him another one of his socks. And so, Zach and I hiked with one sock on all the way up to it. And so he had two kind of good socks that he could wear. And he had, bro, when I tell you, his his toes were poking through his boots. Like, they were thrashed over this, like, 140-mile hike. And so we're sitting here, and we're climbing, and we're climbing, and we're climbing, and we're climbing. And finally, you hit this point. Literally, it's like trees, 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 rocks. Nothing. Right? Oh. And that's when, that's when you start crawling hand over feet. And the faster group, they stopped right at that clearing, right? And Hampton, he's like, he has two sticks. He's, you know, he's fight, but he, he never stopped. He didn't stop a single time all the way to that clearing, right? And so we're like, all right, Hampton, take your time, relax. Just breathe, do what you got to do. He said, absolutely not. Let's go. And I was like, Absol- absolutely. <laughs> and when I tell you, we all like, put him in the very front and he set our pace to go all the way up. And we, we, we were, you know, laughing and joking and we were playing songs and we were singing. It was the, like the most together we've ever been as a unit. Because like I said, we split up into groups. So we had like the faster group, they were bonding and the slower group that they were bonding. But when like, you brought them all together, brought them all together, we stood right and behind was- Hampton. And then finally, after like an hour, hour and a half, of like climbing up here, we are having an amazing time. 
we make it all the way to the top, and Hampton's the first one to see over the clearing. And he just busts out in tears. And that caused me to bust out in tears. <laughs> and then Zach busts out. And then the Scoutmaster busts out. And so all of us, we're, we're looking and we're like, it is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my life. Like, if I could, I don't think I have a single photo of it. But when I tell you, like, climbing Baldy, just the seeing that clearing and then, like, what it took to get there and see him being the first one to see it, it was easily the one of the best moments of my life. And I never, th- I don't think about that enough. But, like, shout out Hampton Roof, bro. Like, he deserved it 100%. That's, like, a core. Yeah, I was about to say, my brain insane. is bubbling thinking about it because it was the most beautiful thing I've ever been a part of. Real talk. I need, I need to text that boy Hampton. I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> it was like it was truly, truly, truly. That is insane. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. It was, was like we didn't, even, we didn't even talk about it. It was just like he was the first one to go, and all of us just understood like he's going to be the first one to see. Like he needs to be the one because this is going to mean a billion times more to him because you know we were young. I was running track like 120 miles. Yeah, it's going to suck, but we're going to get the yeah. regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, he worked the absolute hardest to see. He should be the one to and literally, first. literally come over the clear. You know what I'm saying? So it was beautiful, bro. One of my, one of my favorite memories. What's one of your?